Welcome to Peace With The Process, where I bring you entrepreneurs from all walks of life to tell you how they went from part-time dream to full-time lifestyle. I hope you find something in today's episode that you can apply to your own life and that you find your peace with the process along the way. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. Today we have Austin Pressey, an automotive photographer in the DFW area. Austin spent a lot of his time at local car shows and drag strips where he took photos as a hobby. Now, a life-changing event led to combining those two passions together to create a career that he genuinely loves and is so happy that he has taken the leap to make it happen. Now, I hope you enjoy listening to his story and his insight that he shares with us today. We'll, we'll go ahead and get started. Austin, it's great to have you on the show. So tell Thanks. me a little bit about your uh your, your career? So I started off just kind of shooting friends, cars and stuff. Um, that's my main, my niche or my focal point is automotive photography. And from there it kind of branched, you know, from one friend's car to another friend's car to a whole group of cars to the, essentially the entire car scene in West Texas. And, uh, and it's grown from there even further. I've done some portraits. I've done, product placements for little shops in town and stuff like that. And uh, then it grew into, I'm now the hired photographer for our local drag strip. Wow. That's great. That's awesome. So when did you first realize that kind of finding your niche of photography for the automotive industry, when did you kind of figure out that that was the direction you were going to take with photography? I've always been into cars I've always been around them. always enjoyed being around them. I always go to every car show that's in town to begin with. And there's 30 to 40 other photographers in this town that do automotive. And so they all do very well. They're all, I mean, I'm happy to call each one of them my friends and some of them even, even taken me under their wings. And it's just kind of, it's just been one of those things like I've always been around cars and figured why not try to start shooting, f photographing some cars and stuff. Very nice. That's really cool. So you kind of turned two passions and combined them into one. I, I had, I guess I had never really thought of the automotive industry as being something that you could really build a photography career out of. So it's a unique uh, niche in the photography industry that I hadn't really thought of before, but it makes sense. Absolutely. Uh, that's yes. awesome. So, when you first got started, what were, uh, what were some of your, your goals getting started? Did you, uh, did you have a, an idea of what that looked like for you when you just kind of started taking those pictures for your friends and stuff like that? What did that look like to you in the future? It started off just being a hobby, like just, Hey, you know, I'll come shoot your car on Friday night or Saturday night. And so my goal was never to really take this full time because I didn't think I had what it took. And then after getting a lot of the recognition I've gotten in this area for it, I started realizing, Hey, maybe I'm onto something. And so I got laid off back in June for my full-time oil field job and was like, well, it's time to either go or put the hobby up and find another career field. So I just started running with the photography stuff full time. And that's when things just really started to build and take off. It was, it was just opportunity after opportunity after opportunity in there. Wow. That's awesome. So you went from getting laid off of a job and that's really what kind of 
made you jump into this and figure fight or flight? Was that kind of how it was? Oh, absolutely. It was 100% fight or flight. It's I've got, you know, not to go too crazy into the backstory here, but I've got child support payments, health insurance payments for my kids, all that kind of stuff. And it was like, I've got to, I'm laid off. I've got to start making money. Right. And the camera was laying there and I was like, let's do it. Let's start charging. And that's, that's where it's been from there. Very nice. That's really cool. So getting started, what, what were some of the struggles that you had? Did you, did you have any issues getting things up and running? You kind of explained that things started rolling in. Was it, was it really that easy? No, it, I mean, that's kind of the, the short and sweet of it. Um, it took a while. It was probably, so from the first car photo I took until my first paid shoot was about four months, about four months time. And it was just networking with different people, trying to figure out like, Hey, you know, for gas money, can I come shoot your car? No, not for gas money. I'm not paying for you for a learning curve. Okay, cool. No problem. I'll do it for free. Hmm. And then from there, it just started gradually building towards, you know, I do it for $35 for this shoot. Then my biggest shoot that I did at the time was a hundred dollars and I drove two hours away wow. and spent eight hours shooting their two Cadillac CTSVs and came home. Also another great group of friends. I'm plugged in with every CTSV owner that lives here in West Texas from Abilene to the East side of New Mexico. And they constantly call, Hey, you want to come shoot my V? Hey, you want to come shoot my V? Yeah, this is my price. Cool. No problem. I'll see you on this weekend. Perfect. Let's go. Wow. So you kind of got known for a specific type of car when you started right. shooting. That's awesome. So, awesome. To have to have a niche in the automotive industry, but then to break that down to there, it even goes further into that. So yeah. kind of being known for different types of cars. Yeah. That's very cool. That's very cool. So you, you talk about kind of networking and stuff like that. So for you to do that, you know, were you just kind of going out to all the different drag strips, all the different car shows, and that's where you would start your networking or how did that go? Car shows started it. And then um, I've always gone to the drag strip here. Um, never met the owner until this year. And the car shows, you know, is hey, I don't have any business cards, but my name's Austin Pressy. Shoots on Facebook. If you want to go like me on Facebook or Instagram there and, you know, maybe one day we can book a shoot or something like that, you know, get pictures, really nice pictures of your car, not just cell phone photos. Right. And so that started that and it started building off of that. And then I went to the drag strip just for fun, just to sit on the sidelines and take pictures. And I posted them to our local drag strip, um, Penwell Knights Raceway. I posted them the photos to their Facebook page and the next weekend I went out and the owner came up to me and was like, Hey, you're the guy that took pictures. I was like, yeah, he goes every weekend that you can, I need you here and I'll pay you. I was like, done. Like that's guaranteed money weekly, you know? <laughs> right. And, and I couldn't turn it down. It's there was benefits for myself in there as well. Not only am I getting paid, but now I get to go, be in the middle of the action at the drag strip, not just stand off in the bleachers with my kit 75 to 300 lens. So now I get to sit inside the burnout box. I get to go in the staging lanes. I get to go wherever I want to on the track. I've got two VIP passes. I take friends and family from out of town to come with me to them. And so that's, 
And then from there, it started networking with each of the drivers. So it wasn't just like, hey, I shoot for Pinwell. It's now I shoot for the person that drives this Hellcat. I shoot for the person that sh drives this Nova, the person that drives this, you know, Ram 2500 Cummins that makes 1800 horsepower. Oh, hey, while you're here, do you want to come next weekend and shoot this great big drag event where a bunch of nationally recognized names are coming? Yeah, of course, I'll be glad to. And it just, and then you start networking with those guys. And then I ended up, uh, we've got an event coming up in, on September 25th and 26th that I'm actually sponsoring. Low level sponsorship, but my name's on every one of their flyers. My name's getting shouted out on the loud, you know, on the over speakers and stuff every hour. Wow. Huge networking opportunity there. Yeah, absolutely. And that's great because it sounds like there's, it becomes kind of your own, your own advertising. It's sort of a big deal whenever you get an opportunity to photograph somebody's car that's well known for their racing, doing it for one person, put your name out there for several other people. Yep. That's awesome. So doing that, once you kind of got started, I mean, I guess, I guess races only happen at certain times of day, but then you got car shows, you got people who probably hit you up just for random, uh, you know, to get their car photos taken. So what is kind of the, the work life balance? You know, uh, are you always working? Do you have time to, to do other things or how does that look? So with the track and stuff, it's almost every Friday and Saturday car shows are every Sunday. And then it's, Two, three, maybe four times a week are individual shoots for people's cars or portraits and stuff like that. So I try to always be working and always produce content and always market. So from this past weekend's uh, drag racing event, I took 3,200 photos. So it's, I mean, I'm constantly working on getting those to those customers. Wow. Um, this week I've just started doing Dropbox links. I'll drop everything in from Friday night into a link, send it out to all the drivers and they'll message me, Hey, I want this photo, this photo, this photo. And I want these two photos on canvas. And I'd like, you know, this one on a 24 by 36 canvas, how much for the whole package? Oh, 300 bucks. Okay, perfect. Done. So not only did I make money on the track, I made money on the drivers and they consistently buy. Now, as far as the personalized shoots, those, those are hit or miss. I do anywhere from three, from $35 to 750. As far as work-life balance there goes, the weekends that I do have my kids, Thursday's my cutoff. If you want to shoot, book me Monday through Wednesday. Hmm. If I don't have my kids, I'll work Monday afternoon till Sunday, just trying to get clients. Right. So there's, there is a balance there. It just comes in every other week increments. Right. So you said you had a love for cars and you were always at the drag strip and stuff like that has, has really getting behind the wheel. I don't mean to make a pun about that, but uh, <laughs> as far as actually being there and working while you're there, has that taken away from any of the experience or has it added to it? It's absolutely added to it. Um, it's not every day that you get to go walk up to one of the guys on street outlaws and shake their hand and say, Hey man, that was really cool to meet you. It's an added deal to it. Um, plus you're in the middle of the action. You're not sitting on the side sidelines as a bystander per se. 
right. you're you feel like you're a part of it, even though you're just the guy taking photos. And the drivers appreciate your efforts and the owners and the staff and everybody really appreciates all of that. And so it really does add a different facet to the whole drag racing community for me. That's awesome. That's really great. So obviously your work is surrounded by clientele and, and, and getting new clients and, and, and uh, you know, kind of keeping those clients over long periods of time, I'm sure, because they get multiple cars and things like that. So, you know, what are some of the things that you've adapted as far as how you, how your relationships with those clients go? So I'm sure speaking with one type of person differs from the other type of person. Have you kind of found something that works universally or have you just been able to, to keep it mixed up? I try to keep it mixed up and I make them feel like this is my photographer every time I'm at the track and anytime I need something taken a photo of, he's on it. My best policy for retaining a client is honesty. So if a customer, you know, if one of my clients calls me and says, Hey, I want a 24 by 36 print of this photo that you took. Cool. Let me get it ordered for you tonight. We'll see what, you know, and I'll update the tracking information. It literally does not matter what happens with the tracking. As long as you keep them in front of it, or as long as you stay in front of them and say, hey, your order's been delayed due to COVID, hurricanes, fires, tornadoes, raining monkeys, whatever it is. Right. They appreciate that 110% more than if you blow them off because you're afraid of answering, you know, their question when they ask, hey, I ordered a canvas a week ago, where's it at? Right. So... Keeping honest with them is, that's my biggest deal, but also just staying on a personal level with them. Still keeping it business, you know, some of my clients, we go and have dinner. They're good friends of mine. We go out and we go eat dinner, hang out. You know, they'll get a, a couple of quick shots of their car for the night, you know, just for hanging out. Right. So. That's great. No, honesty is the best policy. I absolutely agree with that. Um, so is the delivery of the photos when you're delivering the product, you talk about, you know, shipping details being kind of an issue, especially with, uh, you know, large prints and stuff like that. Do you ever, ever have any, uh, any kind of client conflicts about maybe your style of photography and, and how do you handle that? If you've ever encountered that before. Not so much on the client side, to be honest with you. Um, they, they either buy them, they either buy their photos that week or they don't. And either way is fine with me. Um, with some of the other photographers in the past, there has been issues like, Oh dude, I can't believe you'd shoot it like that. You should have done it like this. Well, maybe he's right. But the way I see it is I could set three of my best friends that are photographers and give them one subject and say, Hey, go shoot that. And there's not going to be one single photo. That's the same. We've all just got this different, there's different things that we like to see in our pictures. And we know what captivates our clients. What I'm going to name drop here. Um, for example, like my buddy Garrett Porter, great photographer. He may take a picture of a car and I may take a picture of a car. You know, I might guest spot on one of his shoots and his client will want to buy the photo that he took and not mine. 
that's totally fine. Roles reversed, he might come shoot something at the track and they might not want to buy what he put out, but they will definitely buy mine. There's a relationship with the clients there. Hmm. Absolutely. So is there anything about your photos that you see as something that differentiates you from the other people that are doing it as well? Without sounding conceited, um, I get a little bit lower angles than a lot of people. Mm. Now, a lot of the guys, they do shoot from higher up and stuff like that. And that's, there's nothing wrong with any of their photos. Um, but I get, I'll almost lay down on my belly and take photos of cars because you want to see the details, not necessarily under the car, but you want to see the details looking up and at eye level. Right. Wow. That's awesome. Okay. So that's something I never thought about your, your angles on those being something that, that sets you apart. And that's really cool. You got something that, that really makes you unique. So with that being the case, what would you say has been uh, your biggest challenge here recently? You know, we kind of talked about what some of your biggest challenges were uh, getting started and getting things thought up. Uh, what have been some of your biggest challenges here recently? Not burning myself out mm. on, you know, like Fridays and Saturdays. Cause my days, Fridays and Saturdays, they start at five o'clock and may end at four or five in the morning. And then I go home, drop everything into a Dropbox or try to drop everything into Dropbox. And then wake up at three o'clock, shower, get ready for another full night of racing. And then having 50 to 60 clients messaging you at a time. Hey, when are the photos going to be ready? When are the photos going to be ready? When are the photos going to be ready? And you try to answer that as politely as you possibly can you know hey i'm running on four hours of sleep i will get them in a dropbox you will have them no sooner than the next race night hmm. or no later than the next race night and 90 percent of them are a-okay with that um but yeah very cool so what kind of advice would you give to uh up-and-coming photographers uh, based on what you've learned during your time as one and, and, and you making your, uh, obviously how you've explained it, you've, you've really started off as a hobby and you're really starting to blow up within your area. Uh, so what would you say to somebody who said they're interested in doing what you do? Network, 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 network. Absolutely network. Have them add you on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever medium you use to put your content out there, whether it's Flickr, it doesn't matter. Network with everybody you can, shake as many hands as you can. You never know who's gonna fall into your next clientele. You never know. Cause yeah, I shoot automotive, but I've had two businesses message me and say, hey, will you come shoot our shop? Hmm. Out of nowhere. Well, how'd you hear about me? Oh, you shot so-and-so's car last week and he came in here and showed me a picture and I wanna hire you. Network, network is the biggest key. And I feel it goes for a lot of things, um, but the more hands you shake, the more money you make. My hope is that maybe there's a listener that's, you know, into photography on your podcast, and he's thinking about making that transition of going from a hobby to a full-time. And I hope, 
I really hope this podcast helps somebody at least jump off into their dream and, you know, catapults them into the next dimension of what they're capable of. You know, it's, it's comfortable. It's comfortable working for somebody else. It really is because you know, 80% of the time, you know, the next day you have a job, but being your own boss, it's, it's, it gets hairy sometimes. There's times where I'm like, Oh, I don't know if I'm going to make a bill this week, you know, mm-hmm. or I don't, you know, I don't know if I'm going to be able to, to put food in the freezer or have gas in the car to go get the kids, you know, stuff like that. And right. so, but at the same time, that makes you hungrier. It makes you want to dive harder into it Yeah. and fight for those clients. Yeah. There's 40 other photographers here, but I guarantee you I'm the only one that shoots 90% of the cars at the racetrack. That's great, man. Networking. It's not all about what you know, it's who you know that matters in, in a lot of professions. Absolutely. That's awesome. Well, Austin, I think we're getting close to the end of our time here. Um, how can we, how can people get a hold of you listeners that are interested in what you're doing and what you've got going on and they want to keep up with you? Where can they keep up with you at? Uh, Facebook, Instagram. Those are both Austin underscore pressy dot shoots. And then uh, you can shoot me an email, Austin pressy shoots at Gmail. Or uh, if you want my phone number, just shoot me a message on one of those. I'll gladly give anybody my number that, you know, is either looking to hire me, is looking for advice, looking for different ways to land a certain client. And then my website will be up here in a couple of weeks. It's just austinpressyshoots.com. Um, yeah. Awesome. That's really great, man. So what are some things that you see that are up and coming? I wanted to ask this one before we, before we ended our call, but what are some things you see, uh, you see yourself doing in the near future? Uh, hopefully shooting some huge, massive events and not just here in Texas, but nationally as well. Um, I guess kind of reverting back to the goals thing is really to go international to photograph different events. Um, there's another, there's another group of people, 1320 video. They travel the entire continent looking for race events. I'd like to be right up there alongside those guys shooting with them, you know, shooting alongside them while still carrying my own brand and my own name. But yeah. Right. Yeah. Just hopping into that next tier. Uh, that's really awesome. Very cool, man. Well, yeah, I just wanted to get that one more question out of the way. I'm, I'm, I'll be definitely following you on your, on your different social media platforms and seeing where you go. Uh, maybe we'll hop back on another podcast in the next year or two and see where you're at then and get some more of your insight. I'm looking forward to it for sure. Uh, guys, for anybody that's listening that wants to uh, follow Austin Pressy and what he's got going on, I'll put the, uh, his different social media accounts uh, and all of his information down at the bottom. Uh, of whatever platform it is that we're that we're launching on right now uh, it could be youtube if it's youtube it'll be in the comments if it's on podcast it'll be in the about page and anywhere else so we'll get you guys taken care of and austin i want to thank you for hopping on the show thanks so much man i hope you have a good good evening absolutely man you as well there you have it everyone austin pressy thank you for listening to today's episode you heard what he said get out there and network network network. When this episode is over, get out there, shake some hands, and make some connections. Follow Austin's journey on Facebook and Instagram. I put his info in the episode notes and head on over to the Peace with the Process Facebook page. Give us a thumbs up, 
And if you're building a lifestyle, business, or career that you're passionate about, head on over to the Peace with the Process Facebook group and join other like-minded individuals who are constantly developing their processes to get to that next level. Thank you to everyone who left a five-star rating last time. I would like to ask you to please leave a review with your thoughts on the show. It really helps get this show ranked and allows others to hear the great conversations that we're having. Thanks again for listening to Peace with the Process. We'll see you next time.